So somebody who's addicted to substances, is it good or bad for them to quit being addicted to substances? So the immediately apparent, seemingly apparent uh, answer is that, of course, it's good. uh, An addiction to substances is not good. But we can push a little bit deeper and we can ask why, right? Why is it that a person is addicted to substances? Is it for no reason? Is it because the person is a perfectly healthy, happy, well-adjusted human being? Uh, and uh, he or she just happens to uh, be addicted just because maybe the, the neuron got uh, addicted by itself. It has nothing to do with uh, the person or anything to do with the person right, or the neuron. Um, so we would say, uh, no, right? we would say that uh, if a person does something, it's because he or she wants to do something and a desire arises in relation to a need in, in relation to what a person feels that uh, is, is missing from his or her life or what is needed to, to satisfy that 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 uh, thing that is missing. So consequently, a person that abuses a, a substance is not a, 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 has has a, a need that is being filled by that. So consequently, it's not the problem isn't in itself the substance. The problem is the need, and I believe that's an insight that that might have been uh, discussed prior somewhere or other. It doesn't sound too original, but um, right. So it's the need that that needs to be get rid. So the the goal then is to make a person happier, healthier, more well-adjusted, improve the, their kind of understandings, their quality of life, and then wean them off of that need. Because if, if without doing that, if, if uh, the substance is just mechanically forced away, um, meaning not that, that the person chooses, but say a person is locked away in a, in a rehabilitation facility, they just can't do it, right? Then the need is still gonna be there. So either the person then, excuse me, is gonna suffer, Right? Or the person, as soon as he or she has an opportunity, is going to return back to the substance. Uh, or, hey, it's not to say, right, if it's part of a holistic approach and at the same time there's a, a lot of other therapy going on and a lot of other assistance going on, then a person can can hopefully wean them, themselves off of uh, the, the addiction psychologically or meaning to, uh, to uh, improve themselves psychologically in combination with not uh, being addicted. So maybe, but just... Uh, to simplify it, we would say that, right? If it's simply, there's a, parents find that a, a, a kid is doing something that is not uh, so so healthy. And they just take it away, no discussion, no nothing, right? Well, that, there's a reason why that was being done. So that reason is still going to be there. So either something else, potentially worse, is going to be satisfying that reason. Or the kid, if, without, if that's not possible, she's going to suffer and is just going to get more depressed and anxious and crazy and all of that. Right, so we have to address the underlying cause as opposed to simply um, the the symptom. So we can apply the, these thoughts to to broader uh, things. So, for example, we say it's good to to be moral, right? It's good to treat people well. It's good to be honest. It's good to to not steal, um, to to not be uh, slimy, <laughs> scummy, and and uh, and all of that. Not to be stubborn. <laughs> so we would say. Here, it's the same idea. When a person does what's called immoral or improper, something that's called immoral or improper, it's a symptom of something deeper. So the problem isn't the symptom. The problem is what's deeper. And what is deeper? It's the person's state of development. It's a person's state of understandings. It's that a person is on a particular level where they feel that it's good for them to do things that we would again call it wrong, right? Kill somebody in, a, in an inappropriate way, meaning in a... Not in self-defense or something, but as a, in, a, in a murder, murderous context, getting forbid to to uh, rob somebody, to to be a scammer, to be a, a thief, to all kinds of things, right? Uh, to, to be rude and disrespectful. 
this is coming for, from a cause, right? It's not out of nowhere. So consequently, the person thinks it's good to do these things. For example, um, a tiger thinks it's good to rip apart a, a, a person on, on occasion, right? Who, when the tiger is hungry, if, if a person is in the safari, isn't careful, tiger thinks it's good. So is the problem to alleviate that symptom? If we want, if we, theoretically, if we wanted to create a, a more perfect tiger, right? Which is not possible, but just in, a, say in an animated film, right? Would the problem be just to not have people there? No, because the cause would still be there. It would still be a tiger. And uh, either the tiger would get very hungry uh, if there's no other food around, or the tiger would, uh, on the first opportunity, rip somebody apart. So the problem wouldn't be that the tiger is eating the person. The problem would be the tiger's nature, which is just a pure animalistic nature. So one would have to address that nature in order to get the tiger to, tr- to truly change. So it's the same thing. What we do comes from our nature. What appeals good to uh, appeals to us and appears good to us is coming from our understandings, from our stage of human development. It appears good for a little kid to, to make a temper tantrum at the toy store. Right, so the the problem isn't the the temper tantrum. The problem is that the kid is a little kid. It's no problem. Wait a couple of years, and hopefully the tantrums will, will subside. So that's the same thing by us. In theory, in principle, if we all kept moving toward our perfection, toward humanity, there would be no problem with anything that every anybody does. No fundamental problem. Why? Because it would just be a symptom of the lower stages of development. And if a person was simply put away, say, until they progressed and advanced then uh, they would come out. It would be no problem, like a childhood antic. And in fact, we see this sometimes with um, in, uh, in penitentiaries. There's people that committed crimes very early, very young, even maybe on occasion, rare occasions, maybe 12, 13 or something, but uh, in their teens. Uh, right? And then they get locked away for 20, 30, 40 years, sometimes tragically, we would still say tragically, because of course it's a tragedy for the person, for the family, life in prison. Uh, 30 years goes by, and you, you talk to the person, a wonderful person and somebody who's been working on, on him or herself for the past uh, m- many decades, who is who's, uh, just a great person, more or less. Not always, obviously, but it's, it's possible, right? And yet, that was something that, that was done in childhood. So in a case like this, it's, it's, uh, in, in a perfect society, of course, we wouldn't insist on keeping somebody locked up because the person has really, truly changed, has grown up, and that was something that was uh, 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 something done by, by a much, uh, by a non-existent person. We would say, right? That, that was symptomatic of the conditions at that time, of the person's understandings. But the problem is that most of us, we don't change and we stop growing. And especially when we do something wrong, emotionally we freeze up, we t- change around our understandings in order to accommodate it. And consequently, we stay that way or, or degrade or become worse for the rest of our life. And if we were capable of doing something at 25, chances are we're capable of doing it at 85, as innumerable cases of people that have been locked up, say, for murder, for robbery, and, and, and then they spent decades and decades, and one would think, like, yeah, you, you grew up doing this time, during this time, excuse me, right? But now a person is let go, maybe in their 60s, and their 70s, they do the same thing right away, because it was coming from their nature, it was coming from a deep psychological compulsion and need of theirs. Excuse me. All right, so consequently, the bottom line is, when we think about what's good for other people, it's not about the symptoms. The symptoms of a developed human being our morality, uh, honesty, treating other people good, being kind, being charitable, but it's not about that in itself. So when we simply encourage a person, go be charitable, right? And that's not coming from a person's nature. Go be kind, and it's not coming from a person's nature. Either the person will not do it, or if he or she does it, what can be the cause? Something like vanity, right, or ego, that uh, I'm a kind person, I want to, to show how charitable I am, 
and consequently I'm gonna do it, right? So it's not about the symptoms. What we wanna address is the underlying foundation, the human being, which we would say ultimately consists out of the intellectual understandings, but not intellectual in the sense of education, right? Or, or we can think about it like that, but not like a textbook, right? Like, oh, you read it on Wikipedia, this is the, no, we're saying intellectual in the same sense that we would say food and water are intellectual understandings, right? A person wants to protest something and he or she changes their belief about whether or not food and water is, uh, is, is what they want and they stop the consuming, right? So in that deep kind of sense, uh, we have a, maybe you call it a software, right? The, the things that we really believe and we really understand. So as it concerns uh, the, the fruits of a person's uh, of upper levels of development, it comes from understanding oneself, right? the changing one's identity from something very narrow that's rooted in the body and rooted in the impulses and the inclinations and the animalism to something broader, uh, which necessitates uh, the, the assimilation, the realization of, of clear ideas, of clear thought, uh, and uh, the accompanying emotions, uh, and uh, the fruit of something such as... Um, uh, uh, what we said, right? Kindness, uh, charity, honesty, all these kinds of things. So consequently, it, it stands to the reason it's a good idea to, to focus on that. At the same time, there's something to be said for uh, in order to avoid, quote-unquote, cognitive dissonance to, to getting a person to do something different first and then working on their understandings. Because if a person is actively doing something that uh, it goes against human understandings, then it's going to be very hard to, to kind of make it all work, right? Because a person always is going to be justifying, is going to be rationalizing, it's going to be tough. So it, it could be, for example, certainly by a parent, a parent should, uh, who, who has that authority, hopefully over, over the, the young person, uh, the goal is to do both, is to cease the uh, destructive behavior and to also work on the understandings. But if it's just the behavioral part, then, excuse me, then it's, it's not, no good because then that need is still there, that understanding is still there, and it's going to be manifested in some uh, uh, other way. The need is going to be met in some other way or it's going to lead to the mental uh, stress and duress. So it's a combination of both. As a concerned society, unfortunately, we're, we don't live yet at least in a, in a perfect society, so there's no resources and desire and knowledge and possibility of, of, a, of a comprehensive um, a kind of a program for each and every person that does something uh, uh, malicious, that does something uh, destructive, uh, and that would ideally be the ideal, right? Because we, we hold out hope that a person is a member of our species, is a member of the homo sapiens species, he or she is capable of conceptual thought, so with enough work in principle and theory, the person could be uh, elevated tremendously, could be elevated to the level of humanity, in theory, right? In practice, it seems... Uh, beyond uh, a dream, but in theory, but uh, it, it, that would necessitate at the least huge resources, huge amounts of time, and it would necessitate on people that understand uh, uh, the uh, things themselves and have true love for humanity themselves, because nobody's going to bother with a, with a deranged, kind of psychopathic uh, uh, character, uh, <laughs> unless there's true love for humanity and, and for that person, and true belief in the person's possibility. So until we reach that point, the, the only thing to do is to take the things that a person does as symptoms of his or her uh, level of human development, of his or her degree of understanding cons uh, as to whether or not other people are real, other things are real other than my impulses and inclinations, which is the animal kind of mode of life, right? Just like a tiger doesn't understand that uh, the little kid, the tiger's eating up is real. Guinness Rubin, it, uh, it just thinks I'm real, this is a piece of meat. So that's a, our, our animal kind of outlook as well. So we take what a person does as symptomatic of that symptomatic 
and uh, consequently we put people away like in a zoo right you see an animal uncaged you put the animal in the cage so it's the same thing when we do things that demonstrate that we're an animal inside we're caged up and uh, it's uh, again it's far from perfect the, the ideal as we said would be to to work on the person but until that's done that's the only other option it would appear right and uh, because uh, we have higher goals than than a, an individual person's realization fortunately or not or, or wisely or not it's a question but there are higher goals namely the the upkeep and the continuation of society and, and civilization so consequently if a person's understandings preclude them from playing along even if they don't really believe inside that even if they don't really have love for other people even if they don't really the the things they're doing aren't coming the, the good things they're doing aren't really coming from their innermost being innermost understandings as long as they can play along follow the rules they can uh, stay in the game but if a person can't play along and uh, they reveal their true uh, nature or their true state of their understandings what, what what's the other possibility at this time other than uh, locking them up right so that's the idea but uh, we always hold out hope for, for everybody in, in principle in, in theory and uh, again if, uh, if only we continue to grow if only we continue to develop then there were n- there's no problem in anything then it's again you, you lock somebody up for a few years and then they fi- five years later they're a completely different person you let them go and never happen again right you know like just like with a little kid little kid as, as we said throws a te- temper tantrum it's no problem right? there's no need some parents to freak out for every little thing their kid does make the kid feel guilty and that can create a problem but if simply a parent understands a kid they're expected to mess up to have temper tantrums to have mood swings to maybe do some inappropriate things it's okay just wait a few years right with obviously with that good parenting and good instruction and all of that but essentially just wait a few years and it's going to be somebody who's who's grown out of that but because we stop growing right that we we have what we have so keep growing we keep thinking about these things thank you for listening